Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think I'm ready, baby, for a uh, happy hump day situation. Amen, sister. Um, I love Wednesdays. I love Wednesdays. I, I get to Wednesday and I'm like, oh, we have a three-day work week. This is easy. I feel like that too. Mm-hmm. I feel like Wednesdays are political days, so inside I'm like, never. But then I'm like... Two more days, sister. But also, you know, political days means AJ's going to talk a whole lot. I know, so you I don't have to. Back. Yeah, you just chill. I've been trying to, to add more to the conversation, but no, you have I a got great... lip filler yesterday and I lip... can't really move my lips that much. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, you add a lot to the conversation. You add the perspective of most Americans. Thanks, honey. Who don't pay attention to, pol- pay attention to politics a lot. Like, well, you know what's just, tough? It's too much. I feel like also... I really do try to pay attention. Mm. Like, I do try to understand, but it it's a lot. Well, it, it's, it's and it's hard, confusing. It's hard to understand things that cannot be explained because they can't be explained. Uh, but somebody's going to try really hard. We have our political expert, Richard Fowler, joining us today to talk about this story that apparently Republicans in Congress are planning to impeach Joe Biden. Do we just impeach everyone now? Or Joe, Bi- uh, Joe Biden. I mean, might yeah, not- babe, we cancel everybody. Why would the president be? Well, any Joe Biden different? might not be everybody's favorite guy in the world, but he's no Donald Trump. And to, to impeach him for what exactly, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yet here we are. That's the Republican Party of 2022. So we're going to be talking to Richard Fowler about that a little bit later on. Um, also, uh, we could be seeing as many as 10 to 12 inches. Uh, in sea level rising in the next 20, 30 years. And that story came out over the weekend. Scientists are saying we're past the point of no return. There is there's literally no way we can stop this now. What does an extra foot of water on all of our coastlines on the entire planet mean? You start to think about a lot of coastal cities. You start to think about places like Venice, Italy, that are already flooding all of the time. It's literally a water city. Um, I mean, but when you say it out loud, aren't you like... What does that mean? Like, I hear you. Like, I'm listening. But I'm yeah. like, do I just begin my day terrified? Listen, listen, losing a foot of beach, you know, in, in Malibu or Santa Monica might not seem like a ton. But adding a foot of water to places like New York City and Miami and other yeah. cities around the world, it, it could be a massive, massive uh, different different world that we're living in, in 20 years from now. Um, so we're actually going to be talking to a professor of uh, glaciology and Arctic. Uh, he's the Arctic Five Chair from the University of Tromso. I don't know where on earth that is. Okay. But uh, I think he's from Greenland. Excellent. He, he was in Greenland. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. No, Vanessa, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, it's Greenland. Whatever. Not Greenland. I heard that though. Greenland. Greenland. I heard Greenland. I. It's like Nevada. Oh, 
Las Nevada. Vegas, Nevada. Your favorite. We hate and Italians. Italians. My grandmother said <laughs> Italian dressing. I said, "Is it from Italy?" She said, "No, it's from Italy." I'm like, "What?" Well, but then why is it Italian? I don't know. I don't make the Cork. rules. Come on, Corky girl. She's dead now, so we'll never know. We'll never right know. now, though, we do uh, have some time for news on the beat if you'd like to do that. All right, babe. California would present itself as a haven for transgender youth facing discrimination in other states under a bill that advanced Monday. Much as it is positioning itself as a sanctuary for those seeking abortions, the legislation is designed to provide legal refuge to parents from other states who risk having their transgender children taken away or being criminally prosecuted if they support their children's access to gender-affirming procedures and other health care. Conservative groups argued that the bill could shield parents who use it as a pretext. The transgender bill would similarly reject any out-of-state court judgments removing transgender children from their parents. All right, the circuit court for the city of Virginia Beach has rejected two petitions arguing that two LGBTQ-themed books were obscene and illegal to sell or lend in the state of Virginia. In its ruling, the court found that the Virginia state statute pursuant to which the petitions were filed violated First Amendment free speech rights and the constitutional right to due process. Likewise, the court vacated, uh, vaccinated a lower court determination of probable cause for obscenity under the statute, a book could have been deemed obscene and its dis- distribution could have been made criminal without any notice to the countless bookstores, booklenders, and other distributors who would have been governed by the result. We are pleased with the outcome of today's proceedings, said Matt Callahan, a senior staff attorney for the ACLU of Virginia. The First Amendment protects literary expression, even when some people find portions of the works difficult or objectionable. All people should be able to choose what they wish to read. All right, let's get into a little weather. It's going to be a high of uh, 86 in Boston today, 88 in Dallas, 116 in Cathedral City, 76 in Buffalo, 90 in Atlanta, 89 in Miami, 92 in Houston, 116 in Palm Springs, 94 in LA, and 85 in New York. We're coming into a heat wave, honey. Now give us a vibe of the day. Belief creates behaviors. Got to believe in yourself. Got to believe that you've got a chance to do something spectacular today. And that is win tickets to see Diana Ross in concert. Amen. In Las Vegas. She's got a, a short residency there, September 21st to October 1st. We want to send you there. How about that? Good. Uh, we don't just want to send you there. We want to cover your airfare, round trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay at the Wynn, which is super fancy, by the way, and give you two tickets in the first 10 rows. That's unheard of. These tickets are expensive. We want you to have them. Yes. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now. Enter for your chance to win. If you want to buy some tickets, you can do that at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, but why not take a chance on winning some as well? So uh, good luck. Amen, babe. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. How much is too much when you're going on a date? And I'm talking about ordering food. Uh, is it, is there a price range you should stay in? Is it okay to order a second cocktail if you think the other person is paying? Well, one woman was recently out celebrating her second anniversary. So she's been with this man for two years, right? Straight couple, heteros we're talking about here. And on their two-year anniversary, they went out to a nice dinner, okay? The server suggested that she order, she wanted a steak, he suggested the Wagyu sirloin. Now, if you know anything about Wagyu beef, it's super, super expensive. Wagyu, Kobe, they're like these Japanese beef 
uh, steaks that are just, they melt in your mouth. They're incredible, right? Exactly. You get one of these steaks at, at Mastro's. We were there a couple of weeks ago for a fancy dinner, and these steaks are like hundreds of dollars, right? For like a couple ounces. Nothing. So she thinks she's ordering a Wagyu sirloin accidentally, which is a pretty, sirloin's a pretty like affordable cut of steak. It's not the expensive one. Right. It's not a filet or even a ribeye or even a New York strip. So she thinks that's what she's getting. She unintentionally ordered an eight ounce Wagyu steak that was not sirloin, a higher end, and it was three hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> so they get hey, their mama, bu- what they get their is bill is four hundred dollars, and the boyfriend's like, "Oh God, what did we do?" And he put his card down, and they paid. But it brings up an interesting conversation, like how much is too much? Say you're out on a first date. And and somebody's paying for you. No, you got to be respectful, babe. Yeah, right. You got to be respectful, and I think that you have to even maybe say out loud like, "What looks good?" I will say if somebody takes me to dinner, there's the steak and the seafood option. There's the appetizers. I'll just go right for like the rigatoni. It's just right in the middle. It's an easy <laughs> pasta. <laughs> there's no appetizers. Not the rigatoni. Yeah, and then I will usually take the lead. I have a friend who always likes to get dinner. Um, And uh, he does do much better than I do, but I take his lead. And oftentimes I go, you know what? I'm going to order appetizers just for the table. Mm. And then I'm going to order da-da-da. If he says another round of drinks, then then I go for that. But I really let him take the lead because he's always paid. Even when when I've offered, we've been friends for over 15 years, but he... You just kind of got to like vibe the situation because I remember one time, this isn't Lisa's fault. This was my fault. When I met Lisa, I had no money. I was so broke. I had Mm -hmm. just gotten uh, knee surgery. It was a whole mess. And so I'd finally gotten this paycheck. Wait, 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 wait. Question. You just had knee surgery, but you were able to hop up on her kitchen counter that first time your first date? Well, I didn't need, didn't need to use my knees anymore. We can talk about that on another on another show. Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> so I get this check. She had been paying for everything for like the two months. And I was like, let's go get manicures and pedicures. And she was like, okay. And I was like, my treat. I end up taking her to the most expensive place in the entire world. I didn't know. And it literally was my entire check that I had just gotten because the check was a really small check. And I was destroyed inside. I was so broke. And she was like, thank you so much. I love these. Uh, I love our little Manny Petties. Yeah, I hope it's enough love to hold you over for another I, yeah, year I was until like, I can great. afford it again. Right. Um, and I played it off until like three weeks later. And I was like, I spent my last $200 on this medicine. And I was crying. And she was like, oh, my God. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Like the long sh- this thing being. If you're on a first date, someone might be really trying to impress you, but they might not have a lot of money. Yeah. And you got to be like cool about that and understand that. You can't be ordering Wagyu. She thought it was $50, $50 for the steak. It was $50 an ounce. It cost her a lot of <laughs> okay, money. Okay, to be fair, though, I think I would have read it as $50 for the steak. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time, I, really quickly, before we get out of the segment, uh, when I went last year, remember Frankie Grande and his mom, Joan, were on our show. Invited us to go see their Halloween Spectacular. Mm -hmm. Emil and I went to it, and we walk in, and we already had VIP seats. They treated us very well. And there were a handful of celebrities there, so we are like, okay, we're getting the treatment right now. We're dressed up like basketball players for Halloween. It was a whole thing. And, and, um... And like Jer- uh, Melissa Jarrett Winoker and Constantine Morolis and like all the, the this right. cast was wildly talented, 
And so she goes, oh, no, 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 honey, you guys get up here. You're too cute. And she grabs us and brings us up to the very front table. The, the lip of our table is actually over the stage. Like, we're almost on the stage. And we are enjoying ourselves. We look to our right. Ariana Grande is right there with her husband, Dalton. We ended up hanging out with them later that night and had a blast. Amen. So we're feeling like fancy guys. We're like, okay, we're cool. Like, we're like famous right now. This is like a big deal and everybody can see us. We're sitting front and center. Our server asks us what we'd like to drink. You have a two-drink minimum a lot of time at these shows. And so we're like, we'll just have margaritas. And, and my husband says, well, what what tequila do you use? And she's like, well, I think. And he's like, oh, do you have like Don Julio or anything a little bit nicer? She's like, yeah, great. We each order like three margaritas. The end of the night, the bill comes. And I kid you not, it's 400 and some dollars. All we had was margaritas, a soft pretzel, and some wings. Right? She charged us for 1942 Don Julio. Never! $50 a drink. We had six of them. But we were famous, so we were like, okay, just pay it, because I don't want to look weird. I don't want to be embarrassed and make a scene. the worst. (sighs) All because of Ariana Grande. Yeah, well, Ariana, you know what? This makes sense. This is your fault. (laughs) Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. It's time for our first round of What's Poppin' for the Day. This one involves... The Queen. What's going on? Okay, so Laverne Cox, who we love so much uh, (laughs) and we've had on the show, is so beautiful and she's really fabulous. And she's been known to love Beyonce, as she should. Everybody does. Uh, Beyonce is, however, back in the news because she just made a beautiful tribute to Serena and Venus as she loves those girls. However, the story does overlap because Laverne Cox had the best reaction to being confused for Beyonce at the U.S. Open. She tweeted, not me getting mistaken for Beyonce at the U.S. Open tonight, then trending on Twitter as the internet cackles over the mistaken identity. She went on to call the mix-up funny and uh, that Serena Williams was the GOAT. Listen, no one is complaining about getting mixed up with Beyonce. There's not one person in this world that would be like, oh, man. She's like, yes. I am Beyonce. Real talk, I feel like Serena, Beyonce, and Laverne all have similar features. Yeah. Similar hair, similar body types, similar skin tones, like a little variation, but they're all stunning, and they all just look like full-on divas who could also, like, pummel you on a tennis court. We love to see it. Like, they look like, Laverne looks like she could play tennis. But if you look at the photo... Beyonce looks like she'd be a great athlete. I mean, she is an athlete. She's a dancer. She works... They all have the body-oddy, but if you look at this photo... Laverne has her mask on, and it does look like Beyonce. Like, I could, t- if you were like, this is Beyonce, I'd be like, it absolutely is. I think it's um, totally possible. But I love it. I think it's so great. And uh, I'm just happy to see all these black women supporting other women. And I'm happy to see that trans women are just women. Like, Laverne Cox has been doing this whole round, which she's 50. She's been around for, what, 30 years? And uh, to be in the elites with Serena and Beyonce, I think that's incredible. It says a lot about our community and, and how how far she's come. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. All right, coming up in our next hour, uh, it's Red, White, and Q. What's going on with the Greenland ice sheet? It's losing ice faster than ever. Should we be worried for our next 20 years to come? We'll discuss in the next hour. Be morning, be Channel Q. Climate change is real, and a new study just revealed that we might be past the point of no return uh, with sea levels rising 10 to 12 inches in just the next few years. What could that mean for our our world's coastal cities? 
All right, we're talking Miami, New York. Um, here in Los Angeles, we're not that far from the water. A foot doesn't sound like a lot, but what could it actually mean? Uh, San Diego on the water. Uh, we're going to be joined actually by a professor of glaciology. Say that three times fast. Glaciology. Just think glaciers, right? Glaciers. This guy is calling us from either Greenland or Norway. We're not sure where he's calling us from, but he did this study about Greenland that is getting um, all sorts of attention from scientists around the world. And he's going to be joining us here in about 10 minutes or so uh, to have this conversation. So it's really fascinating stuff. Pour yourself an extra cup of coffee and uh, maybe do a little meditation real quick because this climate change stuff is wild. It's wild. Um, But that's happening this hour on The Morning Beats. Right now, though, it's time for all the other great news going on in the world. Uh, Michaela, what do you have for us in News on the Beat? All right, babe. Well, after a school district started displaying posters that say, In God We Trust, because a new Texas law requires schools to display those posters if they are donated, a Texas parent tried to donate more inclusive posters with rainbow colors. The school board rejected his donation, instead displaying posters from a conservative Christian organization. Last week, a Texas bill drew attention as it went into effect, forcing schools across the state to display signs that say, In God We Trust, in a conspicuous place, as long as those signs are donated to the schools. Now, many criticize the law as bringing religious power dynamics into schools. The Carroll ISD in South Lake, Texas, was at the center of the controversy as the anti-LGBTQ Christian conservative phone company Patriot Mobile donated such signs to the district last week and district trustees posed for photos with the signs during a board meeting. Patriot Mobile has donated a lot of money to get conservatives who agree with their political positions elected to school boards in Texas. All right, one more story. The House chairman of the legislators' Joint Government Operations Committee is unilaterally ordering state universities to suspend any policies making LGBTQ students a a protected class amid federal litigation. In a letter to East Tennessee State University President... Ryan Noland, State Representative John Reagan, notified the university that because a federal court enjoined the U.S. Department of Education from putting the guidance by the Biden administration in place, colleges and universities in Tennessee could be violating state law if they follow the guidelines. The Oak Ridge Republican advised East Tennessee State's president to immediately revoke and or remove any publications, policies and website entries for which your institution is responsible that state or imply that LGBTQ plus students are a protected class. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 88 in Dallas today, 115 in La Quinta, a high of 81 in Cleveland, 76 in Buffalo, 90 in Atlanta, 68 in San Francisco, 91 in Miami, 91 in Houston, 116 in Palm Springs, and 93 in LA. Now give us a vibe of the day. Belief creates behaviors and i believe in you i believe you deserve something special and boy do we have something special for you miss diana ross the one and only she's coming out baby and she wants you to be a part of it all she's doing a short residency in las vegas september 21st through october 1st i know this because my mother-in-law is flying in from atlanta to go to it right tickets are very 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 expensive She's like way upper, like upper balcony seat. That's That was what was in her price range. Well, one lucky listener is going to get seats in the first 10 rows for you and a guest. We're also going to cover round trip airfare for two and give you a two night hotel stay at the Wynn Las Vegas, which is very, very fancy. This is a really, really incredible giveaway. Diana Ross, I mean, it's a no brainer. She was at the Hollywood Bowl last week. Incredible, right? All you have to do. 
Head over to wearechannelq.com right now mm -hmm. and enter for your chance to win. You could go to Ticketmaster and buy the tickets. That's fine, too. Yeah. But why not try to win the first 10 rows? Why not? Unreal. Yes. Unreal opportunity. Good luck. Absolutely. All right, coming up, what's going on with green with the Greenland ice sheet? It's losing ice faster and faster. Are we doomed for the next 20 years? We'll talk about it next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. Uh, a lot of news outlets have picked this up recently. Uh, this this story that you know glaciers are melting at a rapid pace and it's increasing. Climate change is very much here. There's not a whole lot we can do about some of it at this point, and our sea levels could re be rising by 10 to 12 inches in the coming years. Right, uh, a foot or so of water might not seem like a lot to some people, but for our coastal cities around the world, it, it's a lot of water. Yeah. Right. And what could that mean? Uh, for the future of humanity. Uh, well, we actually have somebody who wrote a very fascinating article who's been studying this phenomenon for the last 30 years. His name is Alun Hubbard, who's a professor of glaciology at Arctic 5 chair at the University of Trom Tromso and also the University of Ulu in Finland. Uh, very, very, very established. One of the, the leading thought, like, the provokers in the world like this guy's smart right and he's actually <laughs> calling us right now alun no i'm trying to give you your flowers because you are wildly intelligent yeah and you you literally i'm reading this article and, I'm, and it's reading i'm listening to like like your stories and you've been working at base camps in the arctic and like studying these things so thank you for taking time to be here first and foremost um, Not at all. My pleasure, AJ. Let's talk and, about um, the... Yeah, you really, uh, you embarrass me. There. No. My mum wouldn't say the same Your thing. Your mum would say the same You're... thing, and don't you lie, Luna. And if she didn't, that's why you really came on yeah. the morning beat. I get paid to talk nonsense all day, every day. So what you do is so fascinating. But in all seriousness, when I was in school, I remember like... The ozone layer was the thing we learned about as kids, right? And chlorofluorocarbons and those sorts of things, right? And that sort of dissipated. And now it's all climate change and it's the icebergs and glaciers. And it seemed like 
they would be here forever. Mm-hmm. But it's changing very, very quickly. What do you know and what do you want our listeners to know? Um, that's a really, it's a really nice point you make there, AJ, because when I was in school, yes, it was all about ozone and um, CFCs and stuff like that. Um, two points to make. I also loved glaciers. I mean, I grew up on the coast of Wales uh, in the UK, and I was fortunate to have the sea, like on my left-hand side, and some lovely mountains on the right-hand side. And, and that landscape was glaciated. And I learned in school from my geography teacher. Uh, actually, he put in my school report one uh, that my progress was glacial. And I think by that he meant <laughs> it was pretty rubbish and pretty slow. Um, but um, touche, Mr. Francis, because the thing about glaciers and ice sheets now is that the textbooks are getting rewritten. And actually, the response times of these things is not millennia or, or not even centuries, but actually decadal. I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of my lifetime, I mean, I've been around for quite a long time and I can talk about the last millennium. But, um, you know, I, I'm uh, what I've seen in the last 20 years in Greenland on the ice sheet there is sort of flabbergasting. I mean, I, I, I say gobsmacking in that article. But also right now I'm doing field work in the European Alps um, in northern Italy, which is a beautiful place to be. But I, I did my Ph.D. studies 30 years ago here on a glacier and that glacier is no longer here so it's mm. not wow. just it's all over the planet for sure and in alaska and in those glacier parks that you have in the u.s mm. alun i want to ask you i have a niece who's my baby she's going to be six next week i'm so excited and oftentimes i think about her future what it's going to look like in 20 years she'll be 26 years old hopefully she'll be living a fabulous life or will she because i remember growing up uh you know you could liken it to like y2k was it going to happen it didn't but this is very very real and should we be worried about our future generation uh, yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a really important point. Thank you. And and I think ten years ago I went through a sort of pretty depressive kind of Radiohead sort of phase of oh god we're going to hell in a bucket. Um, but since then, I mean you know I've got uh, uh, I've got three kids now and they're sort of approaching teenage years, and I think in many ways they firstly they've given me hope. I mean, you have to have hope when you have children and because they actually engage at a level which, um, you know, seems so beyond how mature I am now, actually, never mind, you know, what I was like back at, back when I was a teenager. Um, they, they really get it. They seem to be so less materialistic and far more engaged with the planet and trying to do something that's meaningful so that gives me hope and of course that's inspired by Greta and stuff but actually from what I you know what what the beauty of this study and and it, and it comes back to what AJ was saying previously about CFCs and and the ozone hole that was a, our concern 30 years ago but what happened was people grasped onto that and and CFCs got effectively banished mm. um so that, that's an incredibly good example of people getting it you know this is grassroots movement saying this is doing some irrevocable damage to the planet and we have to get on with it of course carbon and burning fossil fuels and carbon emissions are so much of a bigger problem than just sort of 
swapping out from CFCs, but actually, I, I believe I, I'm, a, I'm a great optimist in humanity. We we take a long time to change. You know, sometimes it's a juggernaut just changing the way. But if if I think of what it was like when I was a kid in terms of all sorts of social issues and all sorts of things, we have seen a complete sea change. And I think it might be generational, but I, I do have hope for the future. Well, I think you mentioned that Greta Thunberg, for instance, and, and what she is doing, her generation is doing. Also here in the United States, we call it hell in a hand basket instead of a bucket, yeah. but I think it means the same yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. I, I do want to ask you, though, we've got about 30, 45 seconds left. Um, this 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 number though 10 inches you know 10 yeah. inches to a it's foot committed of... it's committed it, it, i mean i've heard someone call it zombie ice i don't like the term but it's committed it it it, it, it is that is what we will see what does that mean though back on that like what does that actually um, mean for people living in coastal cities or uh, you know oh uh, it, it means increased frequency of storm flooding you know already a lot of coastlines around the world getting hit by hurricanes and just storm surges it, it it means it's going to get worse and and even if we act now in terms of carbon emissions and and transitioning to a to, to a carbon free economy it's going to get worse before it gets better mm. but it can get better so so let, let's not go away with the doom and gloom oh hell that's good um, this is going to be awful well, I love thank it. god because i got enough to be Ooh. depressed about a Luna, okay? I don't need <laughs> yeah, this I nonsense. I, yeah. I don't have therapy until next Tuesday, I so I gotta so get nervous. through it. So nervous. Thank you, Aluna. No, we're fine. Thank you, Aluna. No, no, thank you for my, joining my, us. My, my pleasure. Uh, have a great day. Thank Bye. you, and best of luck to your three kids also. I'll be thinking yes. of them when I think about my niece. Thank you so much. Well, to the to, to all the kids of the next generation. No, no, I don't them. care about them. Line, Just my niece line, and line, your children. Line the rest of us against the, the war. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Take Bye. care. Wow. <laughs> I am American, American, American. I am Welcome back to the show. You know, we came across a story a day or so ago about Republicans planning to impeach Joe Biden which sounds pretty wild. They're not in control of anything right now, but that could change after the midterms, and it sounds like they're laying the groundwork for such a case. Um, Will it go anywhere? Will it not? Who knows? Uh, But one person who has a very strong opinion on this, who pays very close attention, is a political commentator uh, by the name of Richard Fowler. We've had him on the show a few times before. Super excited to welcome him back. Richard, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. Good, good, good. Good morning. Uh, good morning to you as well. Uh, congratulations. Uh, your show over on uh, Fox News recently, uh, breaking all sorts of records, getting high ratings. Very, very proud of you. Um, so oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to, to have a conversation with little old us. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about this oh, a little bit. Uh, Republicans, so are, <laughs> Republicans are now saying they want to impeach Joe Biden. Do we just live in an era now where whoever's in charge, they're just going to get impeached? Is that what we're looking at? Oh, listen, I think that's part of it. I think, let's be honest, I think we live in a very, very, very hyper-partisan country right now mm. um, where, you know, 40% of the country believes one thing, another 40% believes that something else, and there's about 10% in the middle making the sort of figuring out where they sit. Um, is there a possibility that President Biden gets impeached? I mean, to answer the baseline question, I think it's hard to know. I mean, there's, he hasn't done anything that's an impeachable offense, so there's that, that thing one. But thing two will be who is in control of these chambers um, come the new Congress. And as we know, we have an election that's literally 70, maybe 69 days away from now. 
And that will be a big determiner on what happens next in American politics. If if Republicans control both the House and the Senate, I definitely can see, I'll be honest, I definitely can see impeachment articles happening or trying to move through the House, but probably not getting the required number of votes in the United States Senate. Um, But I think what we're going to see, no matter what, is if Republicans take control of the House of Representatives, it will be investigation palooza. They will investigate Dr. Fauci, which they've already committed to doing. They'll likely be, and we're going to see the type of blockbuster hearings that we saw during the last time they were in control of the House, right? So 17, remember the 17-hour Hillary Clinton hearing? We'll see more hearings like that. But this time will be Dr. Fauci. The next time might be Hunter Biden. The time after that, it might be the head of H8, the head of Homeland Security talking about border crossings. And so you're going to see these investigations that when you get to the end of it, when you, if you were to skip to the end and read the last page of the book, there's not, nothing happened. There was no wrongdoing. There was no criminal, criminal negligence. But they get to say they had an investigation. It got, got shown on television. Um, and we'll just have to sit back and watch it. Well, now, is this something that the Democrats can use coming up against the Republicans uh, this fall for elections? Yeah, I think this is something the Democrats will use. But listen, I think that the two stronger arguments that the Democrats have in this moment is inflation is slowly but surely tapering off. Well, that's what we hope. We're keeping our fingers crossed on that. The numbers seem to pan that out. And while inflation is tempering off, reproductive rights for women are getting worse. Mm. While inflation is tempering off, in many states, access to the ballot and the right to vote is getting worse. While inflation is tempering off, you know, people getting access to health care is getting worse. Or as we know, what's, ha- what's currently happening in Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. while inflation is tempering off, there are parts of this country where in America, the largest economy in the world, where people don't have access to clean drinking water. And, and, it, and it tends to be in cities that have hard, large black populations. We're talking Flint, Michigan, Jackson, Mississippi. And, and I feel like a lot of Americans just don't pay attention for whatever reason. Um, obviously, there are reasons. Um, but I'm curious to know what you think the solution could be, because I never want to be a person. I'm a, I'm a diehard Democrat. I'm very, very progressive. But you can change the word Democrat to anything. And as long as they're progressive, equal policies you know, for all citizens, I support that, whatever that may be, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't ever want to be equally as guilty of retreating to my corner and holding my ground as I feel like conservatives are. But I do feel oftentimes that we've got kindness and compassion and the truth on our side. But I'm sure a lot of Republicans feel that way, too. So how do we ever how do we ever meet in the middle if nobody's willing to give any ground? Well, look, I think part of it is having a conversation with those folks who sort of reside in the middle. I think oftentimes in our politics, we spend so much time talking to the person in the back of the room yelling. Mm. Um, and that person oftentimes represents the minority. And that exists on the right. And I will also say that exists on the left. Is you're listening to these very, very loud voices. And if you listen to very loud voices, instead of those people who are in the middle who might not be yelling the loudest, what you'll find is the majority of folks live in the middle. And I think if you think of issue after issue, I mean, let's talk about policing in this country. 
If you were to talk, if you were to make, you would have, you, according to Republicans, you would have made the assumption that every black person in America wanted to defund the police. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is, most African Americans who live in black communities or community, they they think it's a false choice. Like you're forcing us to make a false choice. We're not asking to defund the police. We're saying that we want the police to do their job. Mm -hmm. We want transparency. We want accountability. And we're also saying that after what? 150 years in this country of doing policing, maybe, just maybe, we could do it better. Yeah. And doing it better means, you know, police officers shouldn't show up to drug abuse calls mm-hmm. because they're people in this country who spend their, who it's their life's work. Yeah. Yeah. To, to work with folks who deal with drug abuse, social workers, licensed therapists. And maybe they should come with police to calls because they've spent the past 10 years of their life training yeah. to help people who are dealing with this problem. What a, what what a concept. Is, yep. Yeah, Richard Fowler, thank you so much. There's never enough time. Thank you so much for joining us to talk about this. And we really look forward to speaking with you again for another Red, White, and Q. Thank y'all. It's good to be with you. You thank too. You. Thank you so much. All right, coming up, Chris Rock said he was asked to host the 2023 Oscars, but find out what he had to say coming up and what's popping. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for another round of What's Poppin'. Michaela, what do you have for us? All right, people. Chris Rock uh, says he was asked to host the 2023 Oscars. Now, this is very interesting because if you don't remember Slap Heard Around the World, Chris Rock uh, had a really rough Oscars season and uh, he's been kind of silent. He's definitely gone back on tour, but even when Will Smith apologized for hitting him in the face, he did not respond, nor did his team. Uh, The 57-year-old comedian told a Phoenix comedy show audience on Sunday that he was asked to emcee next year's event but declined the opportunity. According to the Arizona Republic, the Everybody Hates Chris alum told the crowd that going back to the Oscars would be like asking Nicole Brown Simpson to go back to the restaurant where she left her eyeglasses before she killed in reference to the murder trial of O.J. Simpson, who was acquitted in the case. His rejected hosting duties would have come a year after Will Smith, 53, walked on stage on March 27th and slapped him at the Academy Awards for making a joke about his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, about looking like G.I. Jane. Uh, He said that uh, it's just not going to be for him and and he doesn't want to go back. Do you agree with his decision? I think it's his decision. I don't think it's my choice, uh, my place to agree or disagree. If he's not agree, but do you you have opinions on it? Um, I think that it would have been iconic if he were to host the next one, but I think that's a very obvious choice and sort of a, a power grab by the Oscars. I think the Oscars really their their main concern is not Chris Rock's well-being and his mental health. Right. I think their main concern is getting ratings next year and people tuning in to see the guy who was slapped the year before hosting the the show the next year. So, I mean, I think he's hosted the Oscars before actually, but so it's not like he's he's never done this. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I completely agree with you. I think that Chris knows better as well. This isn't like the Oscars being like, we're so sorry. It's more so them trying to save face, maybe make a joke of the whole situation, just sort of like lighten everything up. But I I think that Chris is a really respected man. And I think that he, uh, I think that he's right with saying no and and just forgetting it all together. Because I agree with you. It could have been a moment for like so much power, but sometimes things just aren't worth it. And he was made, I mean, he was, like, humiliated. It's better than, 
asking like Will Smith to do it. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Because that's not something that would really shock me just because that's what, even though he's banned for 10 years. So I'm glad they offered it to Chris. Um, But uh, yeah, I, I understand why he would turn it down. Yeah, I hear that too. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Coming up this hour on The Morning Beat in about 13 minutes from right now, we're talking about a woman who left her, what she called her dream husband, uh, after realizing something about herself uh, that was a bit shocking. And she said she's never been happier in her life. It begs the question, is it okay to be content? How many of us are actually okay with being content? Right. And and is that a sign of adulthood and, and being at peace? Or is that complacency, meaning that there's something bigger for you out there? I think this is something we all struggle with. Her story is very relatable, and we're going to share it with you here in just a few minutes. So stick around for that. Um, also, at the end of the hour, J.K. Rowling is uh, in hot water again. She just can't seem to help herself. The uh, popular author of the Harry Potter novels, also wildly transphobic, uh, back in the news. And Michaela has that story for you and what's popping at the end of the hour. So stick around for that as well. That's right, uh, Right now, though, it's time for Michaela to do what she does and give us the news on the beat. All right, well, after his school district started displaying posters that say in God we trust because a new Texas law requires schools to display those posters if they're donated, a Texas parent tried to donate more inclusive posters with rainbow colors. The school board rejected his donation, instead displaying posters from a conservative Christian organization. Last week, uh, a Texas bill drew attention as it went into effect forcing schools across the state to display signs that say in God we trust in a conspicuous place as long as those signs are donated to the schools. Many criticized the law as bringing religious power dynamics into schools. Uh, the Carroll ISD in South Lake, Texas was at the center of the controversy as the anti-LGBTQ Christian conservative phone company Patriot Mobile donated such signs to the district last week and district trustees posed for photos with the signs during a board meeting. Patriot Mobile has donated a lot of money to get conservatives who agree with their political positions elected to school boards in Texas. They're such jerks. Jerks. Oh, if if it's donated by parents, we'll accept them, but not the rainbows. Right. (laughs) Not the rainbows. All right, another news. The first patient with monkeypox infection died in Texas. Uh, Yesterday afternoon, the Texas Department of State Health Services released a statement reporting that a Houston area MPV patient had died. The patient was an adult resident of Harris County who was severely immunocompromised. The statement read, the case is under investigation to determine what role monkeypox played in the death. Officials have not released any identifying information about the patient, nor have authorities provided any more details on the Houston case. Monkeypox is a serious disease, particularly for those with weakened immune systems, said Dr. John Hellerstedt, DSHS commissioner in the announcement. We continue to urge people to seek treatment if they have been exposed to monkeypox or have symptoms consistent with the disease. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 85 in New York, 94 in LA, 112 in Vegas, 92 in Houston, 89 in Miami, a high of 69 in San Francisco, 76 in Buffalo, 82 in Cleveland, 115 in La Quinta, and 88 in Dallas. Now give us a vibe of the day. Belief creates behaviors. And you got to believe in yourself. And then you have to log on to wearechannelq.com for this next giveaway because it's a big one. You don't want to miss it out. 
the boss herself, Miss Diana Ross. She's coming out, baby, and she wants you there. She's going to be in Las Vegas for a brief residency, September 21st to October 1st. We want to send you and a friend. How are you going to get there, you might ask? We got you covered. Amen. We want to cover round-trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay at the Wynn, which is super fancy, by the way. And, and this is the biggest part. We're giving away two tickets, front 10 rows. That's insane. Incredible. These tickets are expensive. Beautiful I looked at them. Us. My mother-in-law is going. She's definitely not sitting in the first 10 rows. Um, <laughs> but you could be. Head over to wearechannelq.com. Enter for your chance to win. If you want to buy tickets, you can also do that at Ticketmaster.com. Absolutely. Good luck. Good luck. All right, coming up, a woman left her dream husband after this realization, which begs the question, are you okay with being content in your life or do you want more? We'll talk about it in seven minutes. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Is it enough to be content in a relationship in 2022? Right. Our, our, our parents, our grandparents generation, I feel like they had very different relationships, very different marriages than we have now. Uh, I don't know that it's better or worse. I like to think in a lot of ways, relationships now can be healthier. My grandparents were married for 56 years and my grandpa died. My grandma said if she could do it all over again, she never would have married him. Yeah. And I was like, wait, he's his funerals this week. Like, how on earth are you going to say that? Yeah. And she said, he, listen, he was very controlling. He was very jealous. And he came home from World War II and he asked me to marry him. And I just said yes, because I felt like I had to. Right. They had five kids together. A wonderful life. But even she would have done it differently. So I say all this to say that relationships have shifted. And it certainly shifted for Lauren Burgess, who's 37 years old from California. And recalled going to bed every single night feeling grateful and content during the first few years of marriage to her husband, Matt, 40 years old. Uh, but then she started to realize something wasn't right. And she broke out in hives, went to the doctor, said it was stress. Um, and in an attempt to sort of relax and calm herself down, she went on a solo road trip around the West Coast of America. And while she was on this road trip, she got rid of the clutter and the noise and realized that she's, in fact, a lesbian. Yeah. 
Not that uncommon. No, I literally. This was exactly my life.、Mm. I dated before Lisa. He was <laughs> the dream boyfriend for me. He was gorgeous. He had a good job. He had a beautiful family. Like it was good. Like he adored me. Was my biggest fan. Like all the things that you could. What I always say. Like I. No wonder I was gay because he like literally would have. He was perfect. And I remember having to tell him that like it wasn't going to work. And it was devastating. And it was very difficult. Do I regret it? Seven and a half years later, no. It was the best thing I ever did. I knew after going into five years that he was going to propose, and I knew that years later, after having children and being married and creating this life, I would probably feel like I wanted to still be with women. And、uh, but it definitely made it so difficult. And so for her to be so open about her journey.、Um, I I think that she's incredibly brave, and I think it's really hard to walk away from something that feels so easy and comfortable yeah, and, and no dysfunction. It's also hard to spend time alone with your thoughts and to take a road trip by yourself at age thirty-seven or at any age. But I mean, that's pretty daunting to do, and it can be pretty overwhelming for some people. I remember my mom was late fifties, probably, and she went to see a movie for the very first time by herself. She was in Palm Springs with us for white party. We were working all weekend long, and she was staying in the hotel with us. And it was a wild weekend. But she was like, "I'm like, go see a movie. There's a movie theater across the street." And she went. She had the time of her life. She went back the next day. Did it twice. She had so much fun. So to take an actual trip with just your thoughts is pretty overwhelming, but can be pretty pretty satisfying as well. I think that I've definitely wondered about this over the years. Like, what actually? Because I just got married, and I love my husband more than anything. But in the early years. I was definitely not 100% sure, and I had other options that might have been a little bit easier on paper.、Uh, maybe these other guys were a little bit more successful at the time and could provide for me financially. Because I've dated guys like that before in the past, and my mom loved it. And I said, I always had to say to her, "I'm like, mom, it's not about being financially secure. I know that probably mattered to your generation more, but for me, I want to be happy." I want to feel secure emotionally and feel like somebody actually cares about me and like they're not going to cheat on me. Right. Right. These other things were more important to me. So, to to find this out about herself and to go live her happiest life. She lives in Joshua Tree now, by the way, which is the most、yeah. like gay thing in the world. All my gay friends have property out there.、Um, I think it's really cool. I do too. I, I really relate to this woman, and I think it's really great. It's we're so far past settling or just being just content. If you feel like you can make it work with somebody, go to therapy, go to couples therapy, do what you need to do. But sometimes it's just time to walk away and live your truth. So we love it. The morning beat channel Q. What's appropriate and not appropriate when it comes to what you wear around children, especially your own kids? Um, this one woman is saying, "This is why my kids aren't allowed to sleep over."、Uh, mom says she dresses a certain way when her son's friends come over, sparking outrage.、Uh, I, it, I would hope this is a joke just to get likes, but she's barely clothed. It's a now deleted TikTok,、uh, and、oh. this person claims to be a mom says that she wears a mini skirt and a strapless top when her son's friends come over. What?、Uh, Didn't we talk about? Was this, this? a joke? I, I don't. I, I, as far as we can tell, no, because it's been taken down now. She's forty-two years old,、um, and、uh, she she also has an OnlyFans account. 
which she advertises on her TikTok. She has a okay. link to it. This makes um, me so mad. <laughs> Hold on. Because we did a conversation last week where I was very defensive mm-hmm. for the woman that asked if she was the a-hole. And it was a very simple conversation of she was asked not to sleep in her tank top and pajama shorts in yes. front of her 15-year-old nephew. Yep. And she was saying, look, I always sleep in this. I don't mean any harm. Like it's how I And I was like, I stand with that queen 100%. Well, just to give you more information, this woman at one point in one of her videos, uh, she mentions performing oral sex on an 18-year-old. That's tricky. 18 is legal. She's a consenting adult. That is a consenting adult, but something about <gasps> it just feels weird to me. Okay, so having made the point that I defended the woman last week, mm-hmm. and I really stand firmly by it, it is women like this that make that conversation very difficult. Yeah. Because this is incredibly inappropriate, and I am all for women, women's rights. I'm all for dressing for your body, dressing as comfortably as you want. But when you go on TikTok and say that you very purposely dress provocatively for for when your sons come over and then talk about oral sex on an 18-year-old, first of all, Queen, I'm not trying to be ageist, but you're close to 50 and he's 18. That doesn't feel right. She's 42 and I'm 42 and I feel attacked right okay, now. Okay, sorry, I'm honey. close to 50. But I hear you. I totally hear you. But you know you. what I'm saying? And yeah. that's not, it's more making the point of like, that I we've heard stories. There was a story that came out of I believe it was Calabasas last year, of a mom who wanted to be a cool mom, and she was inviting her fourteen year old son's friends over, and she was performing oral sex on them and giving them cocaine. Okay, that's insane. It's insane. Yeah, and she was arrested, mm-hmm. and As she's she serving be. time. Yes, and my nephew is twelve, yeah. and my nephew is a young twelve. Uh-huh. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like he, I was an old 12, as a lot of queer kids are, but yeah, I yeah, hear you. Yeah, he's a young 12 um, in the sense that he was in the pandemic for two years of that weird puberty sure. age. My sister-in-law- He still has his innocence. He has his innocence, and he hasn't had to be raised the way that me or my brother was, and they wanted to make sure of that. So like, yeah. if my nephew went to a party or saw a woman- saw his friend's mom just provocatively like he would be extremely uncomfortable yeah and i think the thing that bothers me the most because i'm okay with some provocative sort of clothing i think that if women want to wear like clothing that might be a little bit revealing i'm okay with that it's like the the tank top and the little like nighty shorts and and that sort of thing that's not that's not clothing that's like sleepwear and it's provocative sleepwear also i think that I can't even imagine because did your mom, I know that your mom was like a wild mom and you've talked about this a little bit too, Vanessa, your mom was kind of wild when we were younger. Um, did they dress provocatively? Cause I can't even imagine my mom ever dressing for. Provo- yeah. My mom had incredible style and she looked super hot. Did it ever, as a kid, did it ever make you feel uncomfortable? No, I thought she was gorgeous. My mom is a very petite woman just in general and she was very much a hippie. She would not wear a bra. She wore patchouli oil. But she... Didn't she, you tell me she wore something to like your church or your oh school God, one time? She, this is ridiculous, When though. I look back now, I'm like, <laughs> that was incredibly inappropriate. But it wasn't with the intent... Yeah, of just getting attention. Of getting attention. That's truly how she dressed. Mm-hmm. And I, I never remember... And we know how I feel about this. I never remember having my cousins... Or my guy friends come over. Because I was a tomboy growing up also. And so I had the boys in the neighborhood were my friends. Like, we'd play soccer outside. I never remember her intentionally 
changing into an outfit that would make yeah. it like she just and, and to be fair my mom was also just a very sexy woman and like, she wasn't putting it on tiktok and she no. didn't have an only fans like it was just for her no and victor and uh victoria vanessa you say the same thing your mom's like a latin queen like and i feel like yeah. also my with culture mom, uh when i was younger she would dress i don't know if it's provocative did it make you uncomfortable as a kid? But when she was going to go out clubbing, because she was a young mom. Clubbing. And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> yeah. Mom, why are you wearing that? But I also I think culturally. Like it. But I also <laughs> think like Italian, Latin, Spanish, like it is different mentality how you dress as opposed to. My very yeah. white mom from Ohio would never. I can't even imagine my mom ever even going to a I, club. It's the conversation of wearing a G-string to the beach or not. Like it's yeah. not a big deal to me. Being topless isn't a big deal to me. Not because I'm so European, but it's just not a big deal to me. In Italy, my, it's not a big deal. My mom was very uncomfortable with the idea of you wearing your your swimsuits that you wear to my wedding. But she anywhere else? She was nervous, but anywhere else in the world. They you go wouldn't to Europe, be. Every single person on the beach in Europe or South America or even Mexico, that's how they all look. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, my cousins who are my age, their friends would come to my house. like we would, And one of, my mom wasn't, she was like, I don't even know what she would be wearing right in this scenario probably jeans and a t-shirt mm-hmm. i don't know she always looked really great uh but my friend's cousins would always be like yo your mom and i'd be like listen uh-huh. she's my <laughs> mom and my mom would just laugh she thought it was so funny and i was like mom don't laugh well because you're on, encouraging on, this behavior yeah i think a little i think a little bit of laughter and response is appropriate i think you you know even though we age and we might become parents or whatever we still want to be seen as like attractive to somebody in the world so i think that's that's okay this mom though sounds wild no this mom sounds terrible and it's gross. I'm not into <laughs> Terrible it. Terrible and gross. There you have it. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. The Morning Beat. Channel Q. Don't be shy, girl. Go bonanza. Shake your body like a yes. belly dancer. That, it's, that lyric is so iconic. It's um, just too good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And it makes you want to shake your body, honey. You know who's not shy? Oh J.K. Rowling. She does not shy away from controversy. God help her. Uh, and she's she's in the middle of it once again. What's popping? All right. So J.K. Rowling has a new book coming out. And you'll never believe what it's about. Almost a biography. It's about a transphobic author who gets canceled. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a must read. Um, it, obviously, people have opinions. And all those opinions belong on Twitter because they are not having it. So the Telegraph posted, J.K. Rowling's new thriller sees a female celebrity hounded by self-righteous children's fantasy fans. One Twitter user said, this is so embarrassing, LOL. (laughs) And it is. Another one said, I am not mad. A novel. (laughs) One said, J.K. Rowling released a new book today about a YouTube animator that gets stabbed to death for making racist and transphobic animations, and it is 600 pages longer than Dune. Dune was a long, long, long How long was Dune? A gajillion years. No. It's it's, it's a long, long movie, and it's just getting started. So I get that. I like this one. It's a spoilers. The protagonist whines endlessly about being canceled while their intellectual property continues to generate millions in revenue for them through steady rotation on multiple TV, cable, and streaming networks. J.K. Rowling, listen. We thank you for Harry Potter. Hit the Harry Potter series. That no, no, no. You don't. You don't watch. You've never seen the movies. You don't know. The Harry Potter series was beyond phenomenal. Beautifully written. 
The films were adapted gorgeously. They're magical. I love every single one. It's magic. Even more so in some ways. No, like I'm not fighting you, and I know that everyone is yelling in their their cars right now at me. I'm just they're no, about mythical but, people. But not they're, they're, they're real human stories. It's beautiful. But but you just need to disappear now because you are transphobic as all get out, and we do not want to hear from you anymore. Yeah. Like go make your money. Go live in your little cottage in the countryside. Yeah. Count your millions. Yeah, Carl. And just let it be. But this is privilege at its finest. Yes. Like truly, yes. this is what cis white women look it's like. like. Well, I need to write a story about that somebody refused. like me being, you know, canceled by woke cancel yeah, culture. Yeah, Carl, nobody's canceling you. Well, I am. We're just saying you can't come to the Abbey. And you can't cancel trans people. You can't cancel trans people. You started it, JK. It's literally like Donald. It's literally like Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump acting mm-hmm. like he was the victim. Always. It, it does. It does give Trump. It, it's I giving feel like, Trump. Yes, it, it, JK. We are not JKing. Like we want to not hear from you. Yeah, no, we're being serious. Very, girl. very serious. The morning beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. All right. So an OnlyFans star has sought revenge online after claiming she was receiving a plethora of hate and nasty comments on her social media. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Roxy Styles, and the the hatred that he sh- that she's getting is coming from the wives and girlfriends of men who are sliding into her DMs and commenting on her posts, right? Um, so she did something that I would just be so... I, I don't have the nerve to do this. I feel like you could do this if you got in the right mindset. Yeah. Right? She decided to start reaching out to the women and record it and share the audio on TikTok to show what these bullies are actually like when she confronts them. Because a lot of people can sit at home on a on their cell phone or a laptop and like say whatever they want on the internet. Right. But once they're confronted, what I found more often than not, people are like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for saying oh. you should burn in hell. I feel so bad. I didn't think you would see it. I literally... I'm like, what? Then, then, then don't say it. Yeah, currently, I feel like we should listen to her and then I'll tell you what mindset you got to be into to be able to pull something like this. Because yeah. I'm in it right now. And I feel her so deeply. Hello? Don't you dare hug me after what you did to me and my husband. What am I supposed to say? I, when I... You stay far away from us both or I will push charges. Oh, so that means that you're still with him? Of course I'm still with him. We've been married for 15 years. You think I'm going to let some blonde, pretty little record ruin my marriage? Watch out or I'm just going to come for him again. Anyways, the whole point of this is because you commented nasty things on my Facebook or my TikTok. And I was just speaking the- that wasn't even near the truth. You were being rude to someone you don't know, and you thought that you were going to get away with it with no consequences. So I did what I said. I followed through. I did exactly what I said. I don't want your man, but just letting you know, he did make There's a new no account. For him. He did make a new account to message me later that evening. So even yeah, though you, didn't. okay, I can show you. You know what? Maybe we should just be friends, and then we can go against Darren together. Because I, I truly believe that you deserve better, even though you're being a see you next Tuesday to me right now. <laughs> Whoa. Listen to me. Shots fired. I feel like for so long, we as a generation, a society, have been told to take the high road, be the bigger person. But I feel like there's a way to properly stand up for yourself um, that not only builds confidence and integrity, but also lets people know, like, that's going to be enough. And this woman is not doing anything wrong. She's minding her own business, making her own money. 
she's being called out of her name by wives who are insecure. But here's the thing. I... I Ugh. sympathize with the wives. Sure. I would be so upset if Lisa commented something, but I wouldn't be mad at this girl. I would be mad at my husband. And I think that in this culture, everyone, like you said, is very quick to run their mouth, mm-hmm. knowing that people are probably going to take the higher road. And I think that for me, most of my life, I was like a people pleaser. I didn't want to say anything because I was like, mm, it's not worth it. I don't want to deal with confrontation. Honey. It is a season of confrontation. Well, it's not if always, you come from me, yeah. I'm coming harder. It's not always easy to take the high road. I, we get comments on our wedding content all the time. 99% of the comments are so beautiful and positive. But the ones that are not are so horrific. And my husband is really good. at He, he screenshots them and posts them on his Instagram and says, hey, go continue watching our content. Thank you for supporting us. Right? Even though your comments are negative, they're still helping the, the algorithm. They're helping us, right? Um and me, on the other hand, every now and then I'm like, you're an idiot. Burn in hell. Like, I get I get really frustrated. What I don't like to see is that, and I, I love that this is actually happening. On one end, I think that Roxy just sort of hit the nail on the head. Like, hey, honey, like, you're, it's your husband. He's the issue. I'll help you. I'll help you go but after But that's what I'm saying. Like, but, she's not coming but, for them. But women, historically, it's how the society has been created. I think there's a culture that women always attack women first. They always yeah, go. Yeah, we've for, been taught and, that. And even in this day and age, in this society where we're so woke, we're so whatever, you know, you look at major moments in pop culture history. You look at Hillary Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, right? And people hate Hillary since then. So many of the people who do not like her only don't like her because she they think she stood by her man to get political power. And that's it. As opposed to, didn't she do what? What you'd be would be respected in any other relationship. She stood by her man, right? Or you talk about like um, currently we see like the Real Housewives. They get ratings when they fight, when women tear down other women, right? And that's the part that breaks my heart. Yeah, but that's where it's got to end. And I love Roxy coming for these women and putting it on TikTok because mm. what it does is it creates a conversation that yeah. we're having. And also, I think that again. You can't let people talk to you any type of way anymore. Those days are just out the window because really what it does too is it festers inside of you Mm -hmm. and then you think about it for years. It's one thing to want to take the higher road, but you really got to ask yourself if that's what you're doing or if you're just avoiding confrontation. And if you're just avoiding confrontation, it's just festering inside of you and it's going to come out on the wrong people. Yeah. And I love that Roxy's like, listen, queen, he came up with three new accounts but I'm willing to go ride with you. Now, even if this wife is mad, she can't say that this woman wasn't helpful. I feel like the wife off of the phone is having a very different reality. I feel like she's taking her anger out on this random girl who she thinks is like, you know, whatever, um, selling herself on OnlyFans. I'm sure she has all sorts of like negative thoughts about the woman, but in reality... When she's alone with her husband or alone with her thoughts, I think she knows exactly what's going on and she doesn't want to admit it. A lot of people don't want to. Yeah. A lot of people, when they're faced with reality, they can't cope with it, right? Yeah, they can't. And I, I, I do think that this this young woman, Roxy, has every right in the world to sort of drag these men and to, and to highlight the hypocrisy of the women attacking her as opposed to going to their husband of 15 years and saying, hey, what's going on? Totally. You know, because here, here's the thing. And this is what I love about being being a part of our community. We tend to be a little bit more open when it comes to having conversations about parameters of relationships. 
right? And if my husband saw that I had commented something playful on another man's uh, Instagram who was gay and maybe my type, or if he did the same, we don't get upset about it as long as it stays like in the realm of what we consider respectful. I'm not stupid. I know that I'm not the only like person in the entire world that my husband's attracted to. I'm not the best looking guy on the planet. No, right? just be respectful. But be respectful and know what your boundaries are. And also, if your man comes for another man, prepare to have that person or your woman comes for another woman, be prepared to start having to be accountable for what you say. Yeah, because just because you're hurting doesn't mean you get to hurt other people. What's it called? Like keyboard warriors or whatever they're called. Like people who sit on their keyboards or sit on their phones and just like comment on social media. That's yeah, weird. Like mean, mean things. Go Guess outside. what? Guess what? People actually read that, and people have real emotions and real reactions. And you better be ready to defend it uh, or adjust your stance if you're going to go out there and just put that sort of hatred out into the world. Yeah, be accountable, or you're going to get dragged. Hmm. All right, this is really, really exciting um, and a great use of technology, if you ask me. Uh, A startup is using recycled plastic to 3D print tiny prefabricated homes here in Los Angeles. Um, They're 3D printing homes, people. 90% of the home is done before it ever goes uh, on site, and then there's a 10% uh, left uh, to like basically put it together. It's kind of like pre-built homes, but this is all printed. These homes are being printed. I know that's still difficult for people to wrap their brains around, but this is all thanks to the technology developed uh, by Azure, which is the company doing this. You want to know how much these tiny homes cost? Hmm. $25,000. Stop. That's it. It's a one-bedroom, one-bathroom, essentially. Um, pretty exciting stuff. And this is really great, uh, great, I guess, alternative to those who maybe don't want to rent anymore, uh, to those who aren't able to get into a house just yet. Uh, they're not huge, but they're livable and they're safe. Uh, and I think this is really cool. Um, I love that. Okay. <laughs> this story actually is, uh, so ridiculous and so... <laughs> so cute because this little three-year-old is so pure okay so this little girl she's only three years old her mom took her to spirit halloween store and she decided to pick out the ugliest creepiest doll (laughs) in the store and it is very creepy it's bald it's got spots all over it and when the little girl saw the doll she said mommy it needs me like it needs love that's why i need it and so her mom started calling the doll creepy chloe well The little girl decided that she needed to dress her baby up uh, to uh, Briar, the little girl, dressed up creepy Chloe in a Disney dress for their trip to Disneyland. Oh, God. And apparently Disneyland ate it up. They went for breakfast first, and the characters came out and made a big deal about creepy Chloe and Briar. Oh, my God. It's so creepy. Then they went to the Haunted Mansion. They thought it was hilarious there, so they gave Briar and creepy Chloe attention and did photo shoots with them. (laughs) And and then Briar was so happy about the whole thing. She's fast asleep at the end of the day with creepy Chloe in her arms. But I think the sweet, sweetest part of the story is that Briar, who's only three years old, saw this like crazy looking doll and was like, oh, she just needs love. She looks like she has scales for uh-huh. skin. She's horrendous. We had a toy growing up that my that my mother had as a child that she passed on to us that's now been passed on to my nieces. And its name is Jocko. And it's a monkey. 
But it's a monkey that at one point, I guess, my mom cut all the fingers and the toes off of. Okay. And I think maybe the ears. I can't remember. The ears might be there. And my grandmother had to, like, re-put the thing back together. And it's a terrifying, terrifying monkey. <laughs> and for some reason, it's it survived multiple generations of my family. Little kids are so weird. They love it. They my love weird stuff. My nieces think it's so cool. But, but their mother is terrified of it. I, you know, and it's funny because little girls, uh, well, and little boys, but little girls are expected to like, like all the, just this like very girly things and whatever. And my niece is not like that either. She's a tom, she loves girly stuff, but she loves yeah. tomboy stuff, gross stuff, worms. I had a worm farm growing up, so don't let that fool you. That tracks. Thank you so much. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. That's the end of our show. Uh, tune in today for Let's Go There with Shira and Ryan. And then coming up on Loveline, talking mental health tips as always with Dr. Chris. For now, listen to three hours of curated music just for you. Uh, And we'll see you tomorrow for Therapy Thursdays. Happy hump day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.